About to go black out on the Coors Banquet like fucking Jeff Groomsman. Goddamn right. That's uh, last night pretty much what I did. I had, to, I had to drink the fucking pain away from when I busted my asshole. How's your asshole feeling today? You get the Satan's claw digging out of it? Dude, it's like it? it's black and blue like right where like my right cheek goes into the crack. It, uh, it looks oh. fucking absurd. <laughs> That's fucking art, dog. Yeah, man, it looks like... You gotta figure out how to take those butt pics and then turn it into fucking abstract art. I should, man. I just send it, uh, send it out to the Twitter sphere and be like, Ben Affleck finally got back to me on my tweets. Hang on, we should probably start recording and then talk about ass crack oh, bruises. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. I'm. I mean, I guess, away. I guess technically we're recording, but I didn't introduce anything. Hey, everybody, I'm Davis. I'm Chance. This is Pod Fast and Pod Furious, and maybe we'll just leave in that part where we were talking about Chance's ass crack bruise. Mm-hmm. And how I want to play it off is uh, I finally got anal sexes from Ben Affleck. Uh-huh, got pounded from the bat hog. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm all bruised up today. I went to the doctor, and I got a flu vaccine and a tetanus shot. Oh, you uh, you went through with getting the flu shot, huh? Yeah. Oh, my arms are sore as shit, actually. Oh, yeah. Both saw, of them. Saw you were, you were going for... um. Your uh, your anxiety attacks. You feeling any better? Uh, I mean, they gave me some a Prozac prescription. And I took one, but they said it's gonna take like a month to start working. That fucking those witch doctors. Yeah, I know, but I think it's got you know. For me, it's probably a little bit of a placebo effect too. Like just to know that I'm taking something right eases a little bit of the anxiety. Where it's like, oh, you know, this stuff's gonna start kicking in at some point. So You're at you least- know taking steps I'm, towards like, yeah the starting element. to starting to treat it exactly yeah yeah there you go it's a little little uplifting news for the day yeah fucking kaiser permanente dude they do it buffet style you just go in they got doctors right there pharmacies uh five feet away the fucking blood work is right outside the door it sounds like a righteous Zong. gemstones mega church it really is yeah it's a mega doctor <laughs> um I'm going to be honest, uh, when you texted me and you were like, oh, I'm about to watch Ballers, and I was like, man, this guy hasn't watched Ballers yet, and then I had to like sit there for about 60 seconds and just question myself and go, did I watch Ballers? <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at my notes, I watched it Sunday night, but I genuinely did not remember a single fucking thing about it. I mean, the only the only really memorable part was that, that moment when The Rock and... Uh fucking what's his name is buddy they make up and then they fuck in that all glass office yeah it was like Joe. fucking cat it was like captain america and iron man shaking hands in avengers endgame but they were shaking each other's dicks mm-hmm, they were shaking each other's wieners you know it was, a, it was a bold move for Dwayne to prove us all wrong about his brand and his sexuality and come out and just hang dong and mm-hmm. and let joe Full suck balls on out well well <laughs> uh you okay I was going to go for a bit and say it wasn't sexual because he pulled it out and he just let it hang and he didn't get a boner. But no, he, he let it suck on him. But no, he did it in a platonic way. So technically it's not sexy. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, it was Pla- just a limp dick he was dick licking licking. upon. Exactly. He was licking his flaccid cock. Well, and that there was we the reason I figured for the name that of the episode. Yeah, right. that was the reason for the name of the episode. Who wants a lollipop? Who wants a lollipop? Talking about rocks, wiener wang. His limp dick. Sorry, Dan tag me. Okay, some stupid thing in the group chat. Whatever. God um, Dan. My first, oh, my first note for this, it just says, beat the pussy like I'm Joe Jackson. Beat the... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think that was the lyrics of the, the song at the very beginning. The very first thing you hear in this episode is "Beat the pussy like I'm Joe Jackson." Yep, that was that was the first thing. I think is it, it sounded like Juicy J. Yeah, that was that seems like a Juicy that, J line. That was probably the best part of the episode for me. It was just the Rock driving around a big old truck and it was playing Three Six Mafia, popping curbs, running fucking mm-hmm. stop signs. Yep. Throwing fucking tomatoes out at people passing by his heads. Mm-hmm. And then did somebody did somebody move his truck on the airport, or did like they like was there enough space for the wing to uh, clear that truck? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happened in this scene at all. I just remember he was driving a truck around in Three Six Mafia. Oh, I don't he... remember him going to an airport. I don't remember. <laughs> like ninety five percent of this episode is blacked out in my mind. He got on a private jet, but he parked the truck like right in front of the wing. Oh. Well, maybe they were going to uh, dangle it from a cable like they did with the money in Triple Frontier. Yeah, maybe. He's and like, he, I need he, my truck brought with me. Right, and he gets to ride in it while they're flying. <laughs> yeah, he just went in. He went into <laughs> the just... private jet to tell the pilot. Exactly. He's going to hey, ride in the truck. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. I'm riding money style. <laughs> hey, Uso. <laughs> and he's, hey, Uso. I'm going to dangle on this one. I let my dick dangle for Rob Cordry. Now I'm gonna let my truck dangle from the plane. Well, he was he was getting on. He was getting in uh, his truck to be dangled to fly to dangle in front of Cordry. Was oh, because he started off in Kansas City, right? Yeah, yeah. He was out there in Missouri. He was checking out the team, and actually, that was one of my notes. There was no Andy Reid cameo, which was disappointing. Honestly, there's no Andy Reid cameo and no Patrick Mahomes cameo later on the yeah. episode. He's like, you can ask him yourself, and that just cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they talk a lot about Patrick Mahomes. I want to see that fucking frog voice son of a bitch. Dude, he was, he was out there on the lily pads doing hey frog there, boy Sp- shit. Hey there, Spencer. It's me, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was running out there on the field. I ran back. Uh, I don't know if you saw the play. I ran back 60 yards. I did a loop-de-loop around the referee, and then I threw the ball left-handed, blindfolded down the field, and Travis Kelsey jumped 15 feet in the air and caught a touchdown. <laughs> Pretty amazing. I don't know if you caught that. It was on SportsCenter Top 10, number 3. Dude, I love that your Mahomes impression is just Kermit the Frog. My number, the number two player on the Sports Center top ten was I bent over backwards and shot a football out of my butt. <laughs> and me, Cole Hardman, ran down the field 78 yards with it. Goddamn, what a play. What a play, Pat. My number one play, it was just me getting off the bus and walking into the stadium. They just liked me that much. It's the golden boy of the NFL. I shit gold, baby. <laughs> golden footballs. They say green is the loneliest number, but Patrick Mahomes' number 12 or whatever my number is is the loneliest number because nobody else is at the top like me. Man, I didn't realize that you and Dave were such good friends. Uh, you're over there hanging out with Dave and talking football shop. Yeah, I pat I patched Mahomes in. You've heard of Pat Mahomes. This is Patch Mahomes. I linked him up. I'm on my Bluetooth headsets. I got him on to utter Bluetooth Oh, okay. He's linking through. It's real Thomas Edison type stuff. Real nuanced technology technologies. That's way beyond my my technological yeah, uh, it's, understandings. It's over your head and above your friggin' pay grade, buddy. Mm-hmm. It's true. I sit you down. I lock you up in your little fucking room with your computers, and I teach you how to how to do an intro and an outro on a fucking show, and that's it. Yep. That's that's all. That's and, all it is. And I say, press that red button, monkey. 
I'm just the fucking, I'm just the computer monkey out here uh-huh. fucking taught to do only certain tasks. You ain't nothing but my ape, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Justin Long almost told Ricky Ballers in this episode. Oh, yeah. Zach and Mary make a porno star, Justin Long. <laughs> <laughs> this is his number one film. Accepted star, Justin Long, everybody. Yep. Fucking welcome to the show, Justin. Tusk star, Justin Long. Ten-year star, Justin Long. <laughs> Ten-year, maybe his uh, his only good movie. Just, Justin Long's been in better stuff. Come on. I mean, it's a pretty good movie, but... Hold I'm, on. I'm honestly blanking on, like, shit that Justin Long has been in other than Kevin Smith stuff. Let's check out his filmog. Come on, man. Actually, he hasn't been in much lately. He Maybe he got Me too but nobody heard about it because nobody cared because he was Justin Long, but... Well, it was Drew Barrymore who came out against him, so... Tusk. Uh, movie 43, classic. Alvin... Oh, he does the voice of Alvin Chipmunk. Oh. Justin Chipmunk. Long. Going the Distance? That one was pretty good. I like that. Yeah, go, that's the one with uh, Drew, right? Yeah. Uh, Drag Me to Hell. Good movie. Dry, so dude, Sam Raimi's. Uh, 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 Walk Hard cameo as George Harrison. Live free or die hard. Who doesn't yeah, love it? Yeah, there you go. There we go. Idiocracy accepted. The real McLean son. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, Live Free or Die Hard director Len Wiesman is going to direct a, jo- a John Wick spinoff. He's going to do a John Wick spinoff? Yeah, it's called Ballerina or something. Was it about Hal Barry's? Uh, no, it's about, I don't know, some kind of ballerina assassin. I hope it's about the dogs and they, they, join a, they join a ballerina troupe. The dogs do doggy dances and little uh, doggy tutus? Uh-huh. Oh, that would be cute. That and would then, be on America. That would be on AFV, hosted by Tom Bergeron. Yup. And then when they're not <laughs> when they're not on stage in their tutus, they're biting off penises of the criminal element. <laughs> Let me hear your uh, dog biting off a penis impression. Ooh, I like the little gargle you added there. Yeah, that was when it like tore off and almost went down That's, the dog's yep. throat. And it kind of ha- had to hack up the, the testicle a little bit. Yep, exactly. Uh, Justin Long meets with Ricky Ballers because he wants to expand his brand or something. He works for Universal. Oh, yeah, they, they go to the Universal lot. That's one note I had is that there are some cool locations in this episode. Yeah. There was uh the, they went to the Universal lot. Uh, there was one where Charles Ballers was uh, at the L.A. Stadium that was being built, and then uh, there was a cool house in like the Hollywood Hills when they met with the gamer guys. Yep, that's true. There was a cool house. I do like cool houses on the show. There was the Justin Long bit. Um, fuck, what was the movie? Uh, it reminded me of the bit where. Uh, oh, not the movie, the show. It reminded me of the bit where uh, I thought he was gonna pitch him an offer. And then it was going to come back like Adam Scott at the end of uh, Eastbound and Down Season 1. Where he's just like, uh, I may have like bit off more than I can chew and I uh, gave you an offer before anything was approved. Mm. Well, let me tell you, Ricky Ballers, as we've come to find out, he doesn't battle the freaking PC police or the lamestream media. Hell nah, dude. Fuck the whites. Right. And so Justin Long came at him with an offer and Ricky Ballers said, why don't you kiss my black grits? Yep. I ain't your fucking... I ain't, I ain't your, your Uncle ape. Tom. Yeah, I ain't your ape. You ain't gonna put a sign in my hand for me to spin? Mm-mm, I ain't spinning... I ain't no sign spinning ape. Yep. I ain't no friggin' dancing typewriting monkey. If 
fuck, now I just want to watch Eastbound and Down. Well, we still got to talk about ballers for like eight more minutes at least, probably. This was a very short episode as well. Was it another short one? I don't remember. Yeah, it was like, it was, I looked <laughs> it was, at, I looked at, it, it was 30 seconds long in my memory. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, it was, it was about like 25 minutes. Oh, God. The gamer stuff, who cares? I don't remember. Oh, the kid had to get like cortisone shot into Cort- his knuckle. Oh, yeah, the cameo in that scene, well, it, it's not a cameo, it's not a notable cameo, nobody would recognize this guy, but I, the guy who comes in, he's like the, a horse doctor or something to give the guy a cortisone shot, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? It's, uh, I recognized him from Peter Berg's Instagram page, he, <laughs> okay. he's, he's Peter Berg's regular editor, it's this guy named Colby, and he's edited everything from like Friday Night Lights up through Mile 22. No shit. And, yeah, and Peter Berg has a million videos of him just screaming at this fucking guy. It's like <laughs> it's like method editing. He has Peter Berg scream at him, and this guy cuts his movies together. No wonder they're so frantically cut. Yeah, and so uh, that was him, and in his little uh, like hippie shirt and glasses. God bless him. I don't know. That's uh, that's just a little fun fact for all the the Berg heads out there, the Berg maniacs. Hey, I didn't know that, so you yeah. know, I learned something here. Peter Berg hasn't appeared on the show in a while ever since he got fired from being the Dolphins coach. Remember that? I completely forgot about it until you just mentioned it. Yeah, well, back when Charles worked, Charles worked uh, uh, for the Dolphins as like assistant to the GM. Then he became GM for the Rams, and in this episode, Kevin Durant does insanity mode acting, and I think he offers him the job of president. He, no, he didn't offer him. He told him he was <laughs> going like, to be president. And I guess Charles turned it down. Is that what happened? No, no. He said, take the weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. So he, he flew home. What the fuck? I thought it was like, I thought, dude, I thought the ending was Charles going like, I'm going home. I don't need this, this stress anymore. I was under the impression that he took the weekend and he was going home. He's like, hey, baby, I'm fucking president now. I can take it as easy as I want. So in the span of like three years, <laughs> he went Charles from went from car used salesman. car salesman to president of the Los Angeles Rams, <laughs> who just signed Alvin Kamara, I think. <laughs> he really he really picked himself up by the bootstraps. Yeah, this guy, man, he ain't no fucking ape, dude. Hell no, man. If, he's if, the fucking if, president. He's the ape trainer, dude. He's dude, the fucking uh, the ringmaster out there wearing a goddamn top hat yelling into a fucking bullfrog horn. Dude, I also loved how Kevin Durant was like, yeah, you know, I was harder on you than I should have been, uh, but I was, I was mainly just grooming you, and also maybe I shouldn't have gone off, like, my meds. <laughs> Yo, he was, I, I don't know if you noticed, but he was, like, in insanity mode. His eyes were, like, oh, yeah. bugging out. I don't, I don't know. This guy, he might have been on some... Hardcore oh, friggin' drugs before he having did this scene. just having just finished Peaky Blinders season five and like all the cocaine usage they do in that show. Uh-huh. When Kevin Durant was on screen, I was just like, "Yo, Kevin Durant was like doing Peaky Blinders levels of fucking cocaine before Most shooting the scene." Method acting's baby. Uh huh. Yep. Either that or you just really love cocaine. Um, let me look at my notes here. So Joe and Spencer meet up. That was I. I had a, a note, and it says, I actually kind of missed Rock slash Cordry. Honestly, like, they have a fun, uh, fun, fun dynamic between them. And yeah, there, there's a chemistry there that's been missing throughout the entire season so far. Well, and I really thought that we were going to get some closure on, like, what the fuck happened between seasons four and five, but, um... 
no, no. They, they sidestepped that entirely. Yep. I think they just kind of, they basically just brushed it off. They were like, yeah, whatever. We're boys again. I don't think we're ever going to get answers. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like six hours of build up to this where it's like, why do these guys hate each other, man? That fucking Rob Cordry is going insane in the membrane, frothing at the mouth with rabies because he wants to uh-huh. uh, build his company big like goddamn Ozymandias and crush the rock. Uh-huh. And then next thing we know, they're just like, they're chilling. Yep, they're, know, just, they're boys again. I guess, yeah, I guess that's the ultimate testament to being the boys is that there is no fucking chasm that is uh, uncrossable. Ain't no mountain high enough. Mm-mm. Ain't no valley low enough to keep me from being boys with you, baby. Yep, that's it. Them's the lyrics. Um, And then Rock, I guess, has a press conference. Is that what happened? Yep. He said they were signed Patrick Mahomes the biggest deal ever, but they didn't actually specifically say any amounts of money. No, but just saying that they signed him to the biggest deal made Shooter McGavin throw a bottle of liquor at his I know, team. he got real pissed off. and then Which I, made no sense. I thought this was uh, interesting, and then The Rock was like, yeah, these guys screwed me over, I was looking for health benefits. But he has the specific stipulation that the uh, health benefits only go to players who have played for three years or more. Yep. Three or more years. So uh, that rookie who gets like his fucking leg ripped off, sorry, pal. Totally fucked. And I thought that was the ultimate testament we were talking about uh, last week, the Rock's neoliberal fantasia. Yep. I think this is the ultimate testament. This is what like what he gained from that Elizabeth Warren book where Warren's like, we're going to cancel student debt up to a certain amount or certain amounts of people are going to get it canceled. Yeah, this, that, this that, is that, the Rock. Uh, that fine print. <laughs> right, exactly. The, the fine print politics. The Rock's fine print politics are, okay, we're going to give health bennies to veterans only. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you have to make it three or more years. Yeah, new guys, you got to stick it out. Sorry. No free rides. So, no free rides so yeah, for that, you. That career-ending injury you got uh-huh. in your first year, sorry, bud. Mm-mm. Tore, both your rotator cuffs fell out of your armholes. You're <laughs> done. Yep. You're t- too bad, man. You got to find your own health bennies. I mean, technically, this is what Patrick Mahomes' third year, right? What if Patrick yeah, Mahomes so. died halfway through the season? He wouldn't get his oh, health so, benefits. So maybe that's the big deal is that uh, because it's his third year, the biggest deal that he's getting out of this is a lifetime guarantee health bennies paid by the Chiefs. Ooh, baby, that's worth more than any friggin' weekly paycheck. In America, you're goddamn right. <laughs> NFL players get weekly paychecks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I think they just get, like, cash and a briefcase delivered <laughs> guess, to them. I guess it's just one big balloon payment. I don't know. I took. I, I had to return this. Uh, I ordered, like, this uh, bed sheet spread, and I had to return it to Kohl's. Like, Amazon has, like, a Kohl's drop-off thing. And it oh, was nice. it was like a fucking, it was like a drug deal. Like, the lady scanned the QR code on my phone. She's like, do you have the package? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I got a tote bag right here. And I had to pull it up and put it on the counter. You need to get a you need to get a nice briefcase for those returns. Yeah. Unlatch it. Uh-huh. Wearing sunglasses indoors. Like, like, oh, I got it. You open it towards yourself, then spin it around to her. The merchandise. Do you have the merchandise? That might have been what she said. Do you have the merchandise? 
Oh, I got the merchandise, baby, and then some. Did anything else, I was going to say, did anything else worthwhile happen in this episode, but uh, nothing worthwhile ever happens. Did anything of note happen, I guess? Fuck no. No? No. uh, The video game team got seeded 32 of 32. Oh, yeah, and then they had a thing like they were going to show down with the the other video game team, and then nothing happened. I guess it's just a cliffhanger. That'll be next episode. It was in the preview. Um... I will say, uh, uh, the British man had a funny line, but now I can't remember what it was. He said, you gangster, like, Alvin and Chipmunk motherfuckers or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's go to the baller subreddit and see what they have to say. I can't believe... Ball out to the sub. I can't believe Kane is about to be in the building for the last time this Sunday. (laughs) What? (laughs) Kane is in the building. Oh, because it's the final episode. I get it. Can someone explain to me why Bossman was so angry at Spencer's press conference? You broke up pretty heavily during that, but I'm sure I didn't miss anything important. uh, uh, STLS asked, can someone explain to me why Bossman was so angry at Spencer's press conference? Dude, like I said, my my theory is that he offered uh, lifetime bennies to Mahomes because he's entering his third year. Hmm. Paid for by the Chiefs. And Andy Reid was over there just like, well, can I get a lifetime of ribs? Family Feud, good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Uh, idea for Season 5. What would you all think if the central storyline was about cannabis? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what happened to that? I don't know. Lot? I remember, yeah, Reggie and Vernon had something. I don't, I don't care. That's my answer, Fantasy Football 11. I don't care. They got so stoned they forgot about the weed and got onto video games. Uh, here's the problem with ballers. This is from Irish Bronco seventy seven. Uh, he said, "Here's the problem," and then he listed six problems. <laughs> Jesus, that's a that's a platitude of problems. This e gaming storyline sucks. Also, Russell Brand is it two thousand eleven? Uh, number two. Hey, how can Spencer and Joe fall out and then a storyline like that be wrapped up within 30 seconds? Good question. I don't, Dude, I don't have any no answers. Mountain high yeah, I guess. Testament to the boys. Uh, yeah, here's my answer for the first one. This e-gaming storyline sucks. Also, Russell Brand, is it 2011? Yes. Maybe this is actually yeah. is set in 2011 and they got the jump on Patrick Mahomes. He mm-hmm. went into he went into a, a rookie season as a true freshman straight out of college. Didn't even play in college. And now it's 2011. Russell Brand is hot off the success of Get Him to the Greek. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going six to midnight over him. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Charles. Where on earth is this heading? Charles becomes president of the United States of America, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's president of the Rams, so next step, the fin- White House, baby. Yep, the final episode is Charles in a debate with Donald Trump. <laughs> himself. The Cheeto-in-Chief himself. <laughs> Cheeto chief. Uh, number four, NFL ownership. Never in a million years would this happen for someone like Spencer in real life. And even if it did, if he spoke out about something, the owners wouldn't want his head. The whole concept is crazy. Welcome to TV, pal. Hey, man. It's writers doing writer things. It's like going into a thread about The Walking Dead and saying, zombies, this whole thing is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> People don't reanimate themselves and eat each other. 
The episodes are too short, and this season especially seems like a walking meme of obliteration. What does that mean? Answer me, uh, Irish Bronco 77. You coward. You A walking meme of obliteration. Hey, you know what? At least Dwayne showed up to set for this episode. Uh, number six. Who the hell cares about Jason getting married? I mean, come on! I tell you what, I bet Jason cares. Jason. Yeah. Yep. Jane Fonda's son. Jane Fonda has just been watching mm-hmm. every Sunday, rooting him on. She's like, "There, where's my boy? Why wasn't he in this episode? We need to beef up my boy's storyline. I pictured her just standing up and applauding her television when Dwayne calls him out for signing the deal. Mm-hmm. Hanoi Jane. Hanoi Jane would have never sold out like that. Hell no. Uh... Chief's ownership. How exactly can Spencer afford this? That question's been asked and answered a thousand times. It's not Spencer's money. It's the Anderson brothers' money. Yeah, dude. Episode 1, Season 1 starts the series with a death. Do you think they will finish the series with a death or a birth? Who died in the first episode? Uh, It was some, some random player was like getting his dick sucked in a sports car or something or was driving real fast and he smashed into a truck it was like the very first scene i don't remember that at all uh one person commented and responded yeah like whatever happened with rock getting his loads tested a few seasons back (laughs) oh yeah yeah what's going on with the rock's dead loads yeah (laughs) maybe that's how they'll work in a birth in the series finale is like uh the doctors froze his loads and yeah, the birth wouldn't be President of the United States Charles Baller's wife who's ready to pop giving birth. Ooh, yeah, maybe they pumped her full and they're trying to create the ultimate specimen. They pumped her full of Dwayne's dead loads. Everybody was dead the entire time. Spencer just has CTE and is imagining life. I think we already heard that theory, pal. Oh, yeah, that's been getting passed around more than <clears throat> Hanoi Jane. There is a baby in the opening credits this season. Has Spencer busted in anyone besides Tracy Season? It would have to be her or Candace Owens from the league that he blasted in the pussy. I would love to see a little Spence with Down Syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) He blasted in the pussy. I like that he referred to the Candace chick from the league as Candace Owens. Yeah. Because every time she pops up, it's in my head. I'm like, oh, it's Candace Owens. Where's a... Oh, God, what's that? Charlie Kirk. Where's that big-headed fucking mongoloid at? I'd love to see The Rock with a Down Syndrome baby. Oh, my God. Maybe the baby could be Charlie Kirk because it's only 2011. It takes place in the past. Baby, baby. I may have to... Down Syndrome baby pops out, and it's Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. There it is. I may have to track down that comment and give that shit some goddamn Reddit gold or something. That, That was amazing. From start to finish, that that commenter gave me a fucking wild ride. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, a hair just came out of my nostril when I said wild ride. Uh, Let's take a look at the episode discussion, see if anybody's got to say anything about hairs or wild rides in here. My nose hair is kind of like golden and auburn. Jujitsu SD says the guy that plays Charles' boss might be the worst actor of all time. Hey! Hey. Do not disrespect Kevin Durant. The man's got a cocaine habit he's got to feed. Yeah, you motherfucker. You know, c- get back to me when you when you fucking experience addiction, pal. 
Yeah, come come talk to me when you're begging to suck my dick for some fucking cocaine money. One guy said he thought it was Elon Musk. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I'm going to buy the Rams today! Oh my god, Elon is a fucking football We are going owner. to create Mutant League football for real, and we are going to play the teams on the moon where they create the craters with extra special explosives. Fuck yeah, Elon. I'm I'm on board. Can I can I own a team? You can own a team for 99 billion Bitcoin that you transfer directly into my PayPal's accounts. But you don't pay me enough to to ever make that amount. Because of money. you did not bring me enough information to bring down the honeydews. I'm still working on it, man. I'm working on it. I think you're it. playing both sides like a dirty little rat. And the next time I see you, I'm going to strap you into a rocket. No food. Put you in there with three dirty screaming apes. I turn you into space ape. And then you join one of my Milton League football teams as the mascot. Well, I guess you'll never know what Honeydew's cooking up next. I tell you what Musk is cooking up right now. Turning you into ape jabroni mutant mascot, I put you on the moon. Guess what, motherfucker? Joke's on you. I've always wanted to go to the fucking moon. No! Musk foiled yet again! <laughs> oh, man, did he float away back into the fucking yeah, internet? his head just became gigantic, and he floated up into the air like the boy inside the balloon. Oh, man. Ugh. I fold. I fold that motherfucker. The guy that plays the Rams owner or whatever, he is needs to play a serial killer. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing he probably has. Six episodes of vitriol from Joe in regards to Spencer, and they bury the hatchet with an apology in a couple minutes? Why bother at all with the melodrama this season? We never really learned why Joe was upset. <laughs> yeah, and we never will. <laughs> is that Justin Long? Yep. So is the next episode the final one? God, you can immediately feel the chemistry between Joe and Spencer. This is almost like abstract art, just reading comments one after another. Yeah, this is like your own uh, death poetry jam. I want a TTD spinoff. Dude is hilarious. Yeah, we love TTD. Yep, shout out to him and Ricky. If that was our goodbye to Chuck, I liked it. I feel like his wife has been pregnant the entire series. <laughs> hey, we know who isn't busting dead loads. I love it. The Rock taking down greedy white old billionaire owners. Owners who have the money to get him killed. He doesn't give a fuck. This is a political mirror right now, and it's obvious. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't tell whose side that man is on. I think on. he's saying that The Rock is going to take down the Trump administration whether the Illuminati assassinates him or not. You know what? If The Rock does that, he will have earned my full fucking respect. I hate... If The Rock can lick the Cheeto orange off of his fingers... I hate watching this show. Awful acting, except for evil Elon Musk, who steals the show this week. You don't have to specify <laughs> that it's evil Elon Musk. Elon Musk is evil. <laughs> there's no... There's no difference. You say Elon, we know evil. Elon Musk will be joining us next week to share his thoughts on the uh, the Ballers finale, the series finale, and he'll probably he's gonna go he's gonna he's gonna go over the entire series, season <laughs> oh, by season, he? episode Empis by episode, minute by minute. 
And then just as a preview for his new Mutant League football league, which I guess is going to be competing with the XFL and the NFL next in the 2020 year. I mean, if anyone could take the McMahons on. It's it's Elon. Elon is marrying into the McMahons family. (laughs) Oh, shit. I thought Stephanie was already married. We're forming a polyglot. It's going to be Stephanie and Triple H's and Grimy and me. God damn! That's that's a that's myself a and Grimy quad. will be playing the online avatars of Hunter Hearst Helmsley and Stephanie McMahons. Can I be the best man and play the avatar of Stone Cold? I don't know what you're talking about, Elon out. God damn it, Elon! Man, he ducks you, dude. You <laughs> that's what you get for trying to fucking joke around and jape around and play monkey shines with him, and meanwhile, you know, you're fucking betraying him behind his back. Well, I'm out here trying to play both sides because I'm trying to take down the liberal white rich men from within. You better, uh, you better toe the fucking line, or else Elon and 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 Jeremiah Honeydew are gonna form their own new Illuminati, the new the Numinati. Maybe that's what I've wanted and all along. Fucking ice! Oh my god, you're you sick bastard! You're an evil genius. I'm like the fucking Lex Luthor over here. Yeah, I was gonna say you're the Lex Luthor. This shit. Uh huh. God, I'm coming over to stop you right now. <laughs> the hell you Davis are. Davis out. This has been Pod Fast and Pod Furious. I've been Davis. I've been Chance. Salute. Me? Familiar. <laughs>